Another week of You Did It, the podcast with yours truly, Alicia Rotaru. Thank you for being here with me. This episode is going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be talking to two women that were part of my pregnancy journey, found them through my pregnancy. So they weren't really with me in my prenatal journey, but man, did they really help me during my pregnancy and postpartum. Their Instagram is off the hook. They have amazing videos, are super detailed and instructional, want to help empower you and your partner and birthing person, whoever's going to be around you, have the best possible time, and they're pretty funny. So please welcome to the show, Gina and Roxanne of Mama Stay Fit. You did it! Thank you guys for being here. Yay! If you want to like introduce yourselves to the audience, uh, welcome to You Did It. You did it. Roxanne, you just did it. <laughs> like literally. I'll let you take it away um, and introduce your beautiful selves to all of us. All right. I'll start since I'm the, I'm the older sister. Okay. <laughs> um, so my name is Gina. I am the older sister of the Mama Say Fit duo. Um, there's a common misconception that we're one person. Um, <laughs> the next confusing part for people is they assume that we're a lesbian couple Cute. All right, um, yeah. that just alternate who gives birth each year, which sounds like a, a horrible plan. <laughs> um, so that was, that's the second thing where folks get really confused by it. I'm like, who do you think these random dudes on our feet are? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just like the donors. <laughs> like it's no biggie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's oh, the only, one. they're only, only yeah. use. Um, and then sometimes we'll get that we're twins. That was more so when we were growing up, but we are awesome. uh, just two sisters born at two different times. Um, and I'm the older one. And um, just fun fact for everybody. So Roxanne and I are 22 days and five months apart. Or not five months, 22 months and five days. Yeah, days I was like, <laughs> that is a very short pregnancy yeah. interval. Do not recommend. Yeah. Um, and our daughters, our first two daughters are the same exact time frame apart. So they're 22 months and five days apart, which was pretty wild. I'm going to assume like unplanned you didn't plan yeah we did not i don't think you you can't plan worse i mean i guess you can a little bit if you do like an induction and yeah Yeah, if you had a scheduled c-section but um that just just happened just happened to be which is pretty pretty well i started labor the day before and then just didn't give birth until the next day so that they could be 22 months and five days yeah Unconscious, like subconsciously, I made that decision to prolong labor. I mean, I have to say, like the fact that your siblings and are flourishing together is like a win anyway. Yeah. And now you're. I mean, maybe that's why people think that we're a lesbian couple (laughs) because our children are so close and just. Yeah. Flourishing so like close. siblings. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I am the fitness trainer okay. of the two of us. Roxanne also coaches here at the gym. Uh, we do yeah. have an in-person training facility in Aberdeen, North Carolina. Um, I kind of dragged her into this business with me. Uh, but my primary role is I'm the head coach here. So I write all the fitness programming for both our in-person and our online uh, prenatal postpartum fitness mm-hmm. programs. 
Um, I'm also a birth doula, so I attend, I attend births as uh, birth support for a lot of folks. And right now I'm going through training to become a birth assistant to support a local home birth midwife. Um, so that's kind What's of how that? I'm... What's the difference? What's so the difference is the assistant is kind of like the nurse for the midwife at home, okay. but I'm not okay. a medical, I guess I'm kind of a medical team member, but I, I, I won't be like a nurse okay. necessarily, but I'm there to kind of assist her with charting, help okay. her with getting vitals, helping monitor baby, kind of help her with the space. Wow. Um, and so I'm there to support her, the midwife. And also I'll sometimes support families if the space is available for me. Um, but as a doula, I'm there for the client. So I'm there Got for it. the family to primarily support them with like comfort, but I'm not going to do medical tasks like charting or checking on baby or checking their blood pressure and different okay. things. Um, some birth assistants are nurses. So like Roxanne was a birth assistant for a freestanding awesome. birth center in California. And she is also a labor and delivery nurse. Um, so she kind of fulfilled like two roles for them. So that's what I'm currently doing with birth work is I'm yeah. kind of, I'm still taking birth doula clients, but I'm primarily going to focus on being a birth assistant because it's just a lot better for my, my schedule. There's a little bit less pressure on me as a doula. I'm like, people are hiring me like Gina to be their doula as a birth assistant. People are hiring my midwife. If I'm there, I'm there. If I'm not, they don't even know. <laughs> so it's don't a, know. it's a lot less pressure. <laughs> And time. Like I was, I just had my doula on the pod. I'm like, how do you have a life? Like as a doula, like it's insane. Like you're, and she's like, well, I only take on these many clients. I try and space it out based on delivery day. I'm like, but even yeah, still, it's like, rough. how do you it's plan? Because, and you own a gym, you help other people, you help yourselves. Like, like it's, that's insane. Yeah. Like I'm blown away already by all the stuff you guys do, not just to mention the content you put out. Like, I don't know how much content you have banked back there, but like, ladies, like, OMG, it's amazing. <laughs> you have so much stuff. <laughs> we're, we're pretty much doing it almost daily. We, yeah. we, we try to batch and yeah. like get ahead it and we doesn't... get like two or three days ahead because it's just yeah. so much. You have so hard. much to say. Um, so we've got like the Instagram <laughs> that we're doing for content. We started doing yeah. more YouTube videos, like we've yeah. got our own podcast. And then we got the gym that we need to like take care lot. of. And then all these births. And then it your was, family. It's a lot. And then I, we yeah. got little kids at home. So I have three kids. I have my oldest is six. My next two oh are three God. and one. Those are both home births, which was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we got a lot going on and we're homeschooling. I'm homeschooling. We, I am homeschooling my child. <laughs> um, so we are, we are very, very busy, but I love yes. to introduce herself too. Cause I, yeah, I feel like she, I introduced yeah. her for she, everybody. She kind of did. Um, <laughs> yeah. Older sister vibes. I get it. I get sisters. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm Roxanne. I am the younger sister. I am the middle child of our family. There's three of us. Uh, a lot of people don't realize we have a younger brother. Um, okay. But he, he is more of like a computer. Oh, He's bless. a computer He's engineer. Like... <laughs> so not in the birth realm at all. <laughs> Should we have him pop up behind you on the screen? Just, Just like, like hey, his picture up. <laughs> yeah, we can like superimpose him in the thing. Hey, buddy. 
Um, so I have been a labor and delivery nurse for eight years. Um, I have taken the last year off. I was a birth assistant at a birth center out in California when we were there. So I like took time off of labor delivery nursing and was just a birth assistant, but was able to do more things because I am a nurse. Cool. So that has been fun. And then I obviously just gave birth, uh, two months ago today, um, to my third baby. Yes. So I have a four-year-old daughter, a two-year-old son, and now a infant baby girl. A four, a two. Okay. I'm like compartmentalizing everything. Holy. Okay. Four, two, one or four, two, zero, I guess. Um, And my two kids, my, my three kids, they would have been the same exact age gap if she was born three days later. Oh. So my first two kids are 22, are 22 months and five days apart. No, 25 months and 25 days apart. Here we go. 25 and 25. Okay, well, let me segue into this topic of conversation that I need to ask because you are touching on something that someone's been telling me. My doula brought it up too. She was like, you know, after two years, that's kind of when the itch comes back and then you might have another baby because you're kind of like recalibrating back to like normal vibes. Is that the deal? Because like I feel... yeah. Like a lot of people I've talked to have their kids kind of that two-ish time apart. I feel like as soon as I give birth, I'm like another, another. Gina's the exception. Gina's like, I'm I'm so covered in blood holding my baby. I'm like, I would like another. Thank you. (laughs) I'm like, I would like to wait. Please don't touch me. My husband's like, can we clean the blood off first before? (laughs) No, but I think it is fairly common. Like two years, um, between like 18 months and two years, because is a it? lot of okay. people, it takes you a year to yeah. recover from childbirth just in general. Like your entire body just, it takes a year for you to recover from carrying a baby and then birthing I'm still a baby. Recovering. Like your hormones, your physical yeah. body yeah. and your like brain probably. Like not, not to get tacky and to age anybody here on this pod, but people already know how old I am. Like, do you find that that plays a big factor in like maybe the slowing down of having kids faster and younger and also maybe supporting them and like your gym and with what you do, like with your clients, like. I think most folks are in their late twenties, thirties before they start having kids now, just financially, it just makes more sense to Mm -hmm. wait a little bit longer. We're focusing on our careers before we start popping out all these babies. Um, So I'm 30. Oh my God. You guys, you guys are so young. For one year, I was telling everyone (laughs) that I was turning 31 and I was so excited. I was like, I'm turning 31 this year. This is my 31st birthday. And my dad was like, you are turning 32. I was like, that's awesome. What do you mean? And he's like, you've been 31 for the past year. And I'm like, well, it's okay. I still pretend that I'm like 25. I'm always like, and my best friend, I'm like, how old is he again? Like 23. He's like 33. It's kind of nice though, isn't it? Like staying youthful and like in your element of your soul spirit, just being this like beacon of young light yeah. just, and not like a jaded old crotch. Youth. I just wish but that like, I had the energy of a the youthful person <laughs> I am in my mind. You will. But I definitely think starting family rearing yeah child, yes child <laughs> yeah yeah child. yeah but the child rearing is like yeah. raising as my husband yeah. says leaving Both it in and sticking it in yes like starting that earlier yes 
I think starting it later definitely has made us want to condense yeah. the time yeah. frame a little bit. And then it's also like, well, I right, want my right, kids right. to be close in age. Right, they right. can relate to one another mm-hmm. a little bit more. Uh, for me, my first two were three years apart. Um, and part of that was because we had some like secondary infertility. So we had like a few miscarriages in between the first two. But I was aiming for like a two-year age gap. Right, right. And I think it was because Roxanne and I are two years apart or a little bit less, 22 day, two, 22 months of five days apart. Um, <laughs> so I was aiming for that same age gap <laughs> with my first two, and that yeah. didn't happen. And then for the second ones, when I was like 18 months, I felt mm-hmm. like I am ready to, wow. to go through to go this again. It. And so at 18 months, we conceived our daughter. And um, yeah. now that I am getting into my ripe old age of 35 or however your old geriatric, I'm 35. Your geriatric pregnancy My geriatric age. pregnancy. <laughs> I, my husband is like, well, time's a ticking. We need right. to. So we'll probably be closer to like the 15 month mark when we aim for our fourth and final Oh, snap. I'm cutting myself off. I think I was like 15, 16 months for both of them, if that makes sense. Well, 15 plus nine, yeah. I mean, how do you get in the mindset of that? Like, I'm curious, like, you guys sound so... I wish I could meet you and, like, have a beer with you or something if you drink or whatever. (laughs) If you don't, that's cool. But, like, you sound so up my alley of, like, okay, let's get it done. Let's do this. Like, I'm cutting myself off at four. Like, I'm ready. But it sounds like you both have, like, a really intricate, wonderful support system to help like stimulate this energy. And I'm, I kind of want to talk about that because like I see so many people and maybe it's just because I'm older, like I'm turning 39 next month. And our kid was one of those kids where we were like, yeah, let's try and do it. Or like, I'm going to age out. And like, I didn't really want to be 41 trying to have my first kid and doing IVF or whatever but like and god bless the people that are doing all those things but I was just like um might as well try now and then it happened and then now I'm kind of just like I think I'm good but then I also feel bad because like she has no sibling and then I'm like oh my god like do you know what I mean I'm going through this like weird mental psych like psyche thing and it also sucks because like we don't have any family down here in the States. Like we're not from, we're from Canada originally. So I'm curious about like your, your system, like your tribe, like your village. Cause it sounds like you have an awesome village to help support that. Like, do you find that in your practice practices and what you're doing at the gym? Like that's like a vital thing. Oh, absolutely. Not just for yourself, yeah. like but when... your clients and like people that don't have it maybe struggle or or have this, like the little bit of this resistance, like to pop out or keep going. Like, I wonder. No, I think that that's a common thing, like the support that people have. So we have a ton of support here with our parents both live here and they both don't work anymore outside of the Well, they work for us. Well, yeah. But like they're available to <laughs> they're work on payroll. for us. Um, <laughs> like childcare and like help out with our lives yeah. so much. Yeah. Uh, when I was in California, uh, so we were in California the past like two years before we moved back here in January. And I had like no family help there. It was yeah. just me and my husband. Yeah. And it was a lot harder. Yeah. Uh, and then when we moved back, I was like, I love you, mom and dad, for all that you do for Aww. us. Because it was really hard without you. That's sweet. And so I understand like why people might not want like five, yeah. four 
three kids because it's really hard to figure out childcare without any family or any support that can help you with that. Or a partner. Um, like if you're a single parent, like I don't know how those single oh parents yeah, or do it. Or a partner, yeah. Like God bless those I have who, no idea. I, I, I solo parent very frequently because of my husband's job. He's actually getting out of the army because it's a little bit okay. too much. For us, he's on his sixth deployment now since our children were born. So it's right. been a lot. But even solo parenting, like yeah. that is rough. And like, and I know like there's an end yeah. in sight, like he's going to come home and I'm going to have support again. But man, like, it's always funny when people ask me how the transition from like one to two was or from two to three was. And I was like, fine, because I have my mom here yeah. <laughs> and she's like a third parent for us. Yeah. Um, so it, it, the transitions have been pretty smooth because of the family support right. that we have. And then it's nice at the gym. Cause we have like a group of people that are in the same phase of life. Like we're, there's a, there's a big age gap right. difference between all of our clients. Cause we have younger moms, we have older moms, like right. all the moms in between. Um, but we're all in the same phase of life. And so you have people to right. connect with and to kind of bounce things off of, to normalize things or, to validate you or to figure out what's not normal, which has been pretty awesome with the gym. So I kind of like joke, like when I gave birth, I had lost all my friends because I was the only one of them that had a baby. And so I just made my own by making people pay to hang out with me (laughs) (laughs) by opening the gym. But you're then helping them have a great life. So good for you. So it's like, it's like like a win-win. Like you help me socialize and get my baby out. And so they can socialize or she can socialize with others. And yeah. you get to hang out with me. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'll I'll get you fit and ready to pop out your next baby with my epic yeah. pelvic videos that you put out on IG. I, I joke that it's yeah. my business model is I, I let people bring their babies to the yeah. gym so that other people see them, baby fever, another baby. Yeah. And then you just recycle back into my gym program. <laughs> just keep coming back. That's great. That's great marketing. That's the best algorithm you could put out there without using an AI. That's hilarious. And it's so true. But I'd love to talk. Just cute babies. Yeah. And like also just the cuteness of you two and helping everyone grow to be their best selves, like prenatal and postpartum. Like, how did this gym start for you? I'm so intrigued. Like, I... I'm, I live in California. I live in the desert now. We don't live in LA at the moment. Start a little pop-up gym out here, will you? But like, how did that gym start for you? Cause was it always there even before you had a kid or was it after? No. So it started after my daughter was born. I saw, I used to be in the army And my husband and I decided that I was going to transition out because it's really hard to be dual military. And at the time, the military wasn't even going to let us live together. And so we were going to be geographically separated. Ew. And I was like, you know what? And you're married. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this doesn't sound like a great plan for me. Um, Like, I'm not really looking to be a single parent. And so... I transitioned off of active duty and became a civilian and was trying to figure out like what I was going to do with my life at this point. And I just knew for myself that I needed some sort of creative outlet that was more than just being at home with my baby. And I totally like 
think that being a stay-at-home mom where you're solely focused on your children and your household is wonderful, but that's not for, for that's not me personally. Like I needed something a little bit more. Um, and so I was trying to toy around with different ideas. I ended up starting a master's program in computer engineering. I have no background in computer engineering. I was just under this impression that our younger brother would tutor me. He's a horrible <laughs> tutor. The worst tutor ever. Just um, figure it out. He would just be like, just now do we, it. Now we have to insert his face into the podcast bit. Like, <laughs> me, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, so horrible tutor. I did one semester and was like, this is a bad idea. I do not enjoy this. I I, I'm not, I'm not conceptualizing it. It's not working for me. (laughs) And so I switched and decided to get a second bachelor's in exercise science. And then eventually got my master's in it as well. Um, and as I was doing this, I was like, okay, so I'm going to do something fitness. I guess I'll just do something prenatal postpartum, which I feel like is what most fitness trainers in this realm do is they get pregnant and they decide to train people in the same phase of life. Um, cause it's like, there's no resources. No. And so I was trying to figure out what, how was I going to do this? Like, are people just going to come to my garage and I was going to work, work out with them in my garage? Like, um, and so what worked out really well was one of the guys that I was deployed with, his wife was a personal trainer. And so I reached out to her and I was like, Hey, can you just, can I buy lunch for you? And you could just talk to me about how I even get started in this. And she was like, yeah, absolutely. Hey, by the way, the gym that I work at is just like this conglomerate of personal trainers. And I bet the owner would think that offering something specific to pregnancy and postpartum would be awesome. And you should come work there. Yeah. And so I had this whole presentation set up. (laughs) I was like ready to present what I could offer, like spent like hours with my, like my little notebook. And I'm like, (laughs) I can't even get in the building. I can't figure out what the front door is. Like it's a secret entrance. You have to knock on it like four times, but they're playing like metal music so loud that they can't hear you. So I'm just like awkwardly standing there with like my little notebook, like, I just really want to work here, guys. And so eventually this dude opens the door and he's got like a t-shirt with like holes in it and like ranger panties, like these really short shorts. And he's just like, what's up? And I'm like, are you Randy? And he was like, yeah, come on in. And so we're sitting down in his office. It's just this like prison gym. Like amazing. <laughs> there's like yeah. puffs of hair floating all over the place. And and he was like, great. Yeah. Lauren told me about you. You should totally come work here. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Like bring the moms, bring the babies. Like this space is welcoming for them. Great. And he okay. was just like, yeah, let the kids be in the gym, whatever. Like we're all just here to hang out. His wife had just given birth like within the past oh, year. Good. And so he was all about creating a space for moms. And he was like, yeah, like let's Let's create a space for these moms. And he was like so protective of us. Like he let us be in the gym with the kids, which was a game changer Um, because everywhere else. I thought this story was going to take a weird turn, Gina. I thought you were going to say some shit like, and then it got awkward. Oh, no, it was amazing. (laughs) It was like, it was amazing. You would not have expected it, though. Like, when you walked in, you would not think this. You need to throw a picture of Randy. I know. I need to throw a picture of the gym. Like, like, bam. Yeah. Insert photo. And so you would think this was just like 
some dirty prison gym, like just random dudes working out. And then in one corner was all these moms and little babies like teeter tottering around, like having a good time. Um, And so typically when you go to a gym, there's like, if there's childcare, it's a separate space. Like your kid has to stay there and now your baby's crying and you're like having to stop your workout. And so what was really cool was the kids can just be in the gym with us, like right next to us in their stroller, the carrier, we put blankets on the floor and they would just like hang out next to you as you worked out. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like, okay, well, we can't really do like group fitness classes. Like we can't have yeah. everyone doing the same exercise at the same time yeah. because mom life, you're trying to get out the door, your baby blew the diaper out. And now you're like, well, now I got shit all over me. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. I guess I'm just not going to go. But then you're like, oh, actually there isn't a start time. It's just a block yeah. time that you can come and work out. So I'm not, I'm never going to be late. There's no such thing as late. I'm just going to show up when I can show up and I'm going to do as much as I can when I get there. And if I need to (sighs) stop in the middle of my workout to take care of my baby, I'm not burdening anybody. Nobody's having to pause their workout and wait for me or I'm not going to miss half the workout. And so that's kind of where this all came from. And so now our gym is just this like private facility. I mean, it's open to the public in regards to anyone can join. Um, we've got like four power racks in here, babies. We got all sorts of toys and stuff for the kids. It's just a bunch of moms working out with their little kids because it is a more inviting space for us. Um, unfortunately this is a very niche population of people and we have a really hard time getting enough clients to fund the gym. And so we will never franchise because nobody wants to commit to our gym for prolonged periods of time. I can only get them for yeah, yeah, yeah. their pregnancy if they yeah. come back postpartum and then if they get pregnant again. And so, um, but fortunately we have all the online stuff that funds everything. And so we can still have this really cool mom gym. Um, but, but we're also in a small town. So maybe that's it. Maybe if I was in like LA or like Charlotte, it would be like packed. So, um, I'm not even joking. You would have a 5,000 person wait list. I'm probably like it in LA. I could just like that's I haven't found something like that in LA. It's either like a one-on-one shebang or like a PDF thing, which by the way, I did order your like package. Um, and I loved it. Like your online. Oh my God. It was so long ago. It's like two years ago, but you had that thing. Oh, the, uh, you, fit, you, the fitness program. Th- Yes. Yeah. Thank you. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, I loved it. But it's it's crazy to it's crazy to hear that because like there's people are popping out kids all the time. But it it's kind of saddening that like they would stop coming even like after like a postpartum moment where it's like, just come work out here. Or are you just only catering to um, people that are in those transitional periods? Like, do you need to just only have a baby to come work out there or you just said everyone can be there yeah everyone can work out here we definitely like are more targeted towards like pregnancy postpartum like the motherhood population um so we're really not we don't really have folks that are outside of motherhood like who are pre-kids working out with us um so i think people just get overwhelmed after they give birth and they're just like Postpartum is a lot harder than I anticipated. And I, 
I'm just going to pump the brakes and I'm just never going to come back. Um, so it's, it's always hard for us to get folks to keep coming back to the gym with their babies, even though it is like a super welcoming environment, like there's space for you and your baby to exist without burdening anybody. You can be loud and all that, but it's just, it's tough postpartum. It is weird. I mean, like I had, I had a really interesting birth. Like it was an all natural birth at a birthing center in California. It was cool. It went well, but like my recovery was annoying because like I'm quite athletic. I wasn't in the army, but like, that's amazing. I still can't do a damn pull up, but, um, it was like, you know, okay, let's suture you up, wait six weeks, keep it tight, keep it easy. But I think what just kind of like bogged me down was I didn't really have someone like you in in like in person yelling at me to like do the, do the workout. And that's how I like to function. Like I like to have my little drill sergeant who's like, come on, let's go. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Even though if it was like a little baby hip thruster, cause you're like postpartum and your like uterus is still like sucking back up into your body. So I, for me, I would have loved to like work out there. I like, I don't know. I just need that. But it was also fascinating to like do stuff online and watch your watch your tube and watch your IG videos and like be motivated that way, too, because you're so both of you together are so clear and like eloquent and detailed with how you get everything across in such a crazy with such crazy content. And the content is birthing and pregnancy like like how did how did that idea like how did you start that like were you just getting hit up or were people like hey it'd be great if we had a video on like your pelvis and and positions for your baby and like like I'm just I don't have a kid right now inside (laughs) me but I'm just like oh yeah like here's my asus like I'm moving my hip bones like it's so great and you guys if you haven't seen their Instagram please creep it hard like I do all the time it's amazing like Gina's up there holding like a little pelvic skeleton Uh, like Roxanne's up there like doing her like literal like postpartum (laughs) videos I think you just had your baby in one of the videos and I was like holy shit but like how how did that segue like happen like was it so in like organic so i started the instagram when i started the gym so like late like 2017 okay. it was just like a business Great. page to try to get people to come into the gym and then Great. beginning of like 2019 so i've been doing this for like a year i had a video that went viral and it's really funny now cuz when i looked to see how many people it was like 100 people liked it which was right. like wild and I had like and I got like a thousand followers or something from it like where I'm just like ah Uh, which again it's like it's like laughable now but it's like humble beginnings yeah 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 um and so I was like okay okay I I think I understand this going viral thing you need to do content that people want and so I started doing more educational videos and I started really focusing on pelvic mechanics and I was like okay this this seems to be something that people are interested in. It's something that I'm learning more about and I feel like I can explain it really well to people. You can. And so (laughs) I just started creating these videos where I would just talk to the camera and I would explain different birth concepts. 
And I would try to explain like really technical things, like in a super simple way. And it just started taking off and people started following us and sharing our videos. And I was just kind of like looking at my little algorithm and I was like, okay, so when I post stuff like this, people like it more. Yeah. And I get yeah, more yeah. followers. So I'm going to keep doing stuff. Okay, nobody likes this you shit. I'm just going to keep with this stuff. But then it was like, okay, yeah. but even though this isn't popular, it makes people buy the one fitness program I have for sale. So I need to keep doing content like that because it results in sales, even though it doesn't result in followers. And so I kind of just kind of kept going with that. And so during my second pregnancy, so this is like beginning of 2020, Um, Roxanne and I were like, okay, we have like 10,000 followers. We could finally do the link. It was like before everyone could do the link. We finally made it to 10 K. We were stoked. Um, and we're like, okay, um, I think we need to do like a course. Like we have to have something online that people want to buy because we're getting all these followers, but not all of them are going to come to the gym. Um, some of the online programs were online available to purchase And I had just transitioned everyone to using like an app. So we use the team builder app for our programming. And so all the gym clients were using the team builder app, all the online clients were using it as well. And we're like, okay, well, we need to do like a childbirth ed course. People could be asking for this childbirth ed course. And we kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And then COVID happened and we're like, all right, well, the gym's closed. So I guess... I guess we should do something now. Um, and I mean, that could be a whole conversation about how all the small businesses got shut down. <laughs> oh my God, I know. It makes my eyes just do this. <laughs> um, so the gym was closed. And so we had this big empty gym and I had just signed a new lease on this building. So I was like, oh great. Now I have a, like more expensive rent and I have no clients. Um, I was like, all right, well, we need to do the online course. And so we finally filmed it and we did a pre-sale. We were, we were like, we want a hundred people to sign up for it. A hundred people signed up for it. And we were like, oh, this is amazing. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how it started. We right. just started creating yeah. content. People started liking it. We kept creating more of it. Eventually we wow. created a course. And at that point I was like, hey, labor and delivery nurse, <laughs> You were going to be a part of Mama Stay Fit. And she's like, nobody wants to know what I have to say. Nobody we cares do. about me. They just like you, Gina. And I'm like, you legitimize me, though, Roxanne. <laughs> My imposter syndrome. <laughs> oh, no, younger sibling. No. But also what's great about it is, and I'm going to just say it and correct me if I'm wrong, but you have the ND. R- yeah, RN. The nurse or the RN behind you yes to make it a little bit more medically valid I was like you validate me you legitimize so yeah and like and it's true I'm not just saying it because you have the like thing after your name but like it is like you've been through that medical training you and physically you've been through it too so like you have this like trifecta of awesome we find it's like a good balance as a doula she knows more of like the non-medical options for Like helping labor progress. Whereas with me and my experience of the medical field, like I know more medical interventions and we can kind of be, um, non-biased and try to just present the facts for people to be able to make the decisions for themselves. And we kind of rein each other in where I'm like starting to dive off the holistic (laughs) end and she's like, come back, come back, come back over here. And she's like diving off the medical (laughs) and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. There's like four other options we can do first. And so it's a really good balance with one another where Mm -hmm. 
we have all the fitness stuff so you can be strong through your pregnancy, heal postpartum, but we also have the birth part, which I think is yeah. super unique for us or just in, yeah. for our business is there's really not anybody that does both. Like there's, they're either just fitness trainers and they yeah. maybe took a doula course. Maybe they support a few births. There's, there's, but they're they're pretty yeah. lacking usually in the birth department, or they're only a labor and delivery nurse, or they're only a doctor, or they're only doing the medical aspect. But they don't offer like what to do outside of your specific birth. And so yeah, like when it's time. Yeah. yeah. And so it's <laughs> like, cool because we offer like the full spectrum. Like we're we can yes. help you from when you pee on a stick all the way yeah. through your pregnancy, during your birth. And we know the things that we can adjust your programming based on what we know happens during birth right. and the issues that we see during birth, which is what really makes our programming super unique is, yes, you know, yes. we know what you need to be able to do during your birth because we're birth workers. And so we can tailor our programming to incorporate those things. And then postpartum, like, okay, well, I just know what you went through during birth because I was fucking there. Yeah. <laughs> these are all the things that you need to do yeah, yeah, to yeah. heal yeah. from yeah. it. And then we have the medical expertise to kind of add a lot more to it. So, um, yeah, I dragged Roxanne in kicking and screaming. I feel like it gives you that cushion, pun intended for the pushing, <laughs> where you can give a balance to your clients that are like, I'm Gina more in alignment with like your vibes where I'm like, where is that bouncy ball? And like, I, you know, like I was very like, let's just do this. And if I could have a little dolphin in the water, dope, like just don't eat my baby. Um, and so for me, it's, it's nice hearing this because like there are people even in my circuit of friends that are very on the medical side and they're like, I want my kid in hospital. I don't want to touch anything holistic. I want an epidural or a C set. Like they were very like regimented. And I find it fascinating because like I, I completely like, you know, you do you and whatever works. And for the health of the baby, obviously in the moment of birth, like you do what's right. So everyone lives, but it's you, you said something earlier that I wanted to ask. And I don't know if anyone's, brought this up in conversation before, but you were like, we help you from peeing on a stick all the way through the process and beyond. One of the processes that I'm curious about, and you, you talked about it earlier in your experience was having a miscarriage or whatnot. Do you have people that come in through those moments as well that are like, Hey, this just happened. Can we work? Can we like, like, is there something I can do to work out or like in that moment? Because I feel like your body's still gone through certain changes and like you're depending on what type where the miscarriage happened along the line, you're kind of already in like a place where your body's like, I'm going to give birth, right? So do you have something with with clients that ever come in dealing with that? Or do you notice that they just don't because it's not really like a, a subject that's, I don't know, like there's not space really held for those conversations. I don't, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, So I think I've created a space where people feel comfortable coming to me when they've right. had losses. And so we'll have folks that are online that'll reach out to us and be like, Hey, right. I just had a pregnancy loss. I'm kind of trying to figure out like what to do with my recovery. And I right. usually give them two options where I'm like, okay, Hey, like, 
You can either do our postpartum program to just have some gentle movement. And if that if you feel like you need the recovery, okay. if you feel okay. comfortable, you can also just do our prenatal program. And then when you get pregnant right. again, if that's your choice, we can just reset it and you can just start from the beginning again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. it really depends on like the mental state. Like for some folks, like doing a prenatal program would be devastating right. where they're like, I cannot do anything pregnancy right, right now. Um, we also have folks that are already doing our programs that then have a miscarriage. Not that our programs cause it because exercise cannot cause miscarriage, but we'll have folks that start during their pregnancy and then they have a loss. And we just say, Hey, like take time off. We can just restart the program. You just start from the beginning. And then when you feel ready, we'll, or when you get pregnant again, we'll restart it for you. And so they'll just kind of keep moving through the prenatal program. Or same thing, if they feel like they're far enough in their pregnancy, right. we can always just do the postpartum program. Okay, great. And we also just have like a general fitness program that some folks will just opt to do in completely instead where they're like, hey, I don't really need the recovery. Yeah. I don't want to do the prenatal because mentally it's not working for me. I'm just going to do your daily wad yeah. kind of thing or your daily workout. And that's another option for them. So definitely have people in person that'll come to us like... Um, because they've had a loss, we'll have folks online that come to us. And it's, and I think it's because I've shared my story so much that folks feel very comfortable coming to me knowing like, Hey, this is a shared experience that you and I have. And I feel confident that you can help support me during it. But most commonly it's someone who's already doing our programs that then has loss. And then we just kind of go over different options at that point. Um, because again, it could really, it really varies depending on like when you have the loss, like how far along in your pregnancy, if it's at the way beginning, you can use, you don't really need like a ton of like physical recovery from the, from birth or from pregnancy. Um, but if you're like in your third trimester, that's pretty much postpartum recovery. Like you're, you're going to start from the beginning kind of thing. Okay. I always wondered about that, you know, cause like so many people have it at different stages and and you just like your body's already gone through a transition period and like also mentally, right? That's so good to hear. And I love that you guys are so transparent. And like, I think that's why I'm so attracted to you and your IG when I first found it, because it was like raw and real and honest and educational. Like I'm a little freak like that. And I love it all. Like I love the details. I love how you get into like the nitty things, but those are, those little details are the things that help. Like, I think you just posted recently, Gina, like a, once again, with like the little pelvic bone and you were so detailed. Like I was just like, she's tilting it only like a little slight tilt. And that like, that matters. You were talking about like where your baby is like coming down the channel. I think it was. And how great of a visual. Cause like, I don't know how many people out there actually can like, like get that. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I talked to so many of my friends and they're like, Oh, you're so weird. Like, I'm like, yeah, but like, I, <laughs> that's how I function. Like I need to like, see it, understand it. Like I need the play by play, but I mean, okay. So like, I have so many questions. So I'm just like, try, I'm trying to get it all in. Like Roxanne, like when you're coming into a space and you're there with Gina, like, are you kind of coming in together for clients perhaps that want a little bit more of that like medical attention just to like safeguard it or is it because they're maybe just you know working with an OBGYN as opposed to like a midwife like do where's that balance for you like do you have clients that 
kind of just do more hospital birth stuff then or? No. So we have a ton of clients that um, most 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 of our clients are going to give birth in the hospital. There's like a smaller percentage that give birth at home when it comes to like actually supporting births. Like I'm the one that's supporting them as a doula. Um, And then. I'll let Roxanne talk about how she supports births. Um, so, well, Gina will ask me like specific medical questions that her doulas might have so that she gives them oh, the okay, correct okay. answer and not one that she's yeah. Googled. <laughs> um, and we were doing like virtual doula clients where we would support them throughout pregnancy, like answering questions and helping prepare them right. and then did virtual support. Um, and I did answer okay. like more of the medicalized questions. Um, but as a labor and delivery nurse, I'm usually just like at the hospital for like a 12 hour shift and like whoever comes in and labor, I'm supporting them throughout their labor, oh. um, at birth, if they okay. give birth while I'm there and then the immediate postpartum. And that's so at the birth center, it was similar. Like I would come in when they were in labor and help okay. support them throughout labor doing all of the assisting for the midwives for the birth and then postpartum. So for the birth center, I stayed the whole time until they delivered, which usually was not more than six hours. Most of the time they're late, like birth center labors were not really long because you delivered at a birth center. So you weren't there for like 36 hours. Um, And so I would do the labor, birth, and then postpartum, and then I would go home. So it was kind of like a 12-hour shift at the birth center, Um, but I was able to see everything, which was kind of a lot cooler than like at a hospital where I kind of left. But it was more medicalized approach with like a little bit of labor support just with time. As a nurse, there's not enough nurses in the world, um, so you can't spend 12 hours in one room, you usually will have more than one patient on labor and delivery at most hospitals. So you do have to kind of like shift between the two, uh, which does make it hard. Um, so that's why doulas are great. <laughs> okay. So no one can really be like, Roxanne, I want you. And Gina, I want you on my baby team. Like it's more like as a doula, but you, yeah. So they can hire Gina as her their doula. And then when I was Got a it. nurse, Got it. sometimes like I would just happen to be there. And then I was like, I think we were a team twice. Oh, cute. Okay. She just happened to be yeah, working just happened That's to cute. Be there. So I was the nurse okay. for Got it. those Got it. birds. Got it. Um, but no, no one has tried to hire me as their personal nurse doula yet. One day. Maybe we're, we're trying to we're trying to figure out our, our new dynamic because being on call sucks. Yeah, um, it's, yeah. it's very it's very challenging. And so we were trying to figure out like a new on call schedule where we were a doula team. And then I went to, um, but now Roxanne's in midwifery <laughs> school and we're just like too busy. So I'm just doing like one client every once in a while. Like anyone that's like gym client, I, I offer it to, but yeah, being on call sucks. So my question was kind of seg- you segued for me and I was going to say like, with what I'm hearing, you're going to midwifery school. Which is dope. So now you could be a team, right? Like in in that sense, like you could be like, yo, midwife, doula, you're on. Bam, bam. So that's and it's funny because like my lead point head midwife or whatever went at my birthing center was an RN. And she was one for like 
20 something years. Like she was insane. So she was awesome because she like really knew how to do sutures. <laughs> but like she was very cute. She's like, I'm going to make it look better down there than when we started. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thank you thank so you. much. Um, but that's so fascinating. That's really cool. I just, I, I honestly, I'm just still trying to process how you have all the time to do all these things. Like the both of you, I just don't, I'm in awe. We don't. We don't. We really, like, <laughs> we really don't. I outsource a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. I just neglect basic household tasks. Oh, like yeah. is, is a pretty is a another one that people ask us a lot of the time. How do you do it all? I don't. don't. Yeah, I don't. Like, it's like I we have someone clean our house for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I, we we pay we pay someone to yeah. cook for us. Yeah, we don't have a personal chef, even though we have offered it. We cannot afford her, no, uh, but we have like a meal delivery service that yeah. delivers home Perfect. cooked meals to your door. Love that. Outsource that. Love no that. cooking no. now for me. Um, somebody cleans Love my that. house for me. Done. I have a lawn guy because yeah. my lawn Love don't that. care. It could yeah. look no, like garbage. So it doesn't bother me <laughs> at all. Um, so I just outsource a lot of those household things. And then my house is just, it's just really messy. Yeah. Whatever. Would it, be, would it feel nice if it was super clean and pristine? Oh. But sure. you know what? Is it? No. no. And it's fine. But you have three kids. Yeah. It's like, you have it's three impossible. Kids. I've tried. It's impossible. This episode is sponsored by Ahimsa Home. One of our family's goals has been trying to eliminate plastics throughout the house as much as we can, especially in the kitchen when it comes to containers and dishware with a focus on our child's dishware. And did you know that pediatricians only recommend two dishware materials, glass and stainless steel, but glass breaks and stainless steel lasts forever. And after searching for something that was dishwasher safe and fun and kid-friendly, I finally found it in Ahimsa. Their cute, colorful, dishwasher safe and stainless steel dishware set will not only make mealtime fun, but can also last you generations. Plus, they have a lifetime warranty. So go to ahimsahome.com and use our code YOUDIDIT for 15% off your purchase. And now, back to our show. I got rid of so many toys to like try to like keep it somewhat clean. My love yeah. language, gift giving. It's never gonna. It's oh, just yeah. never gonna Gina happen. Buys yeah. toys for kids every day. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the same. I buy so much stuff. Yeah. I love every time we gifts. go to Target. You gotta buy a gift. Oh my god! I finally got a, a red card because I was like, I need to save five oh, percent. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine how much money I lost out by not doing that. Like, I wish Amazon gave me one of those. Like Amazon, I think told it. Yeah, Amazon tells you like, oh, if you had the Amazon card last year, you would have saved like five hundred dollars. And I'm like, gosh, I know. I get like a cash back now, which makes me feel well, good. Yeah, occasionally I'll get to buy something for free. Yeah. Well, no, they say <laughs> I love it's it. um, it's it's like your Amazon card is it's not real. It's not real money. No. It's free. No. Everything you buy with your Amazon card is free. Yeah, it's just like in your mind. So girl math. Yeah. My God, don't even say math to me. I'll kind of shut down. Ah. So like what? Oh, oh, sorry. I have, I have the child. My child's coming in. The child is arriving. Um. So a few questions. I don't want to keep you babes too, too much longer. Nova, do you want to say hi? Hey. Hi. Yeah, you want to say hi? You want to hear Gina and Roxanne? Hello. Hi. Say hi. 
Nice to meet you. Say hi. Can you say hi back? She's like, uh. I love how she's just like staring. She's like, hey. So I wanted to just understand a little bit, like, whatever you whatever you can divulge without getting like too too intense. Okay, hold on a second. So out of the client, sorry, it's it's happening. It's happening. So out of the clients that out of the clients that you've been kind of working with throughout the years, have you are you able to share like an extreme case of someone maybe rehabbing and postpartum that you were like, wow, what a success. Like they did it like you did it. Like what's something that you're just kind of like, wow, we're you know, like this was tumultuous, but they did it. Oh, man. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any like. I think the biggest one is during pregnancy, a lot of folks just have pelvic pain and then they right. work out with us and they don't have it anymore. And I'm like, hell yeah. Cause that's, that can that's be like great. debilitating yeah. to oh, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. have I the pelvic like, pain. And that's, I think that's a pretty common, like a few people one. that have come in where they're like, I'm unable to like to walk function or do anything. And I'm here just to, yeah. Out of desperation. And then after a couple of days, like a couple like, days, they're like, so I would say my favorite story and, um, and she is like the, we, we joke and, and it's not a joke. She's like the face of mama stay fit. She's like all over our website. Oh, um, her children are gorgeous. And yeah. so she came to us, um, Great. And she's like, I've never worked out before. I just read that exercising was really important during pregnancy. And I am just trying to have a good pregnancy. I, I feel like I have a higher risk of having a C-section and developing complications because of my ethnic background. And I just feel like I need to do something to, to not have that, to yeah, try yeah, yeah. to prevent it. And I heard working out was good. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And so we like eased into it by the end of her pregnancy. She was like barbell deadlift or barbell deadlifting and bench pressing and like hip thrusting. And she was like hitting weights that she's never hit before. And she was like, she would come in and be like, Oh my God, like all my friends complain about all this pain that they have during their pregnancies and I haven't had any. And I know it's because I come here and work out. Like I used to have a lot of back pain, but I don't have any now because I'm here working out and I'm pregnant. I should have back pain. I love this. And it was like the whole pregnancy was like that. She was like, I am crushing it. This is amazing. Um, And she ended up having like a, I was her doula. She had a really long and like really tough labor. which, you know, a lot of folks will say like, oh, if you work out, you'll have a really easy labor. And so she had kind of like told herself this too. Like when I mm. give birth, it's going to be really easy because I've been working out so hard. And, and then it wasn't. And she was like. Defeated. I, I'm a failure. Like right. I didn't do, I didn't do a good job. Like you can't use me as your, your motivational chats anymore. Cause I had a hard labor and I was like, Hey man, like. Think about how much harder it would have been if you didn't work yeah. out during your pregnancy. Yeah. Like you did awesome. Like I'm so proud of you. And she was like, 
oh, okay, yeah, you're right. I that I am proud of that. Like, that's awesome. Um, and she came back and she rehabbed from like a pretty significant tear and okay. did awesome during her postpartum. She felt good in her body. She right. worked out in the way that was manageable right. for her with a new baby, with working full time, um, got pregnant again. And same thing, worked out throughout her pregnancy. And she was like, I'm not doing as much as I did with my first because a toddler. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, but I'm proud that I'm here and I don't have the pains that I know that I'm supposed to have. And went on and had like a really nice birth, the much faster this time. I'm so jealous. Um, And then like postpartum, same thing. She's like, all right, I don't have as much time. It's a little bit harder with two, but here I am. And so I would, I would say that's my favorite story because she had no background at all working out at all. And she just came because she trusted us. And she was like, okay, like, I'm just going to do these body weight movements. And then by the end, she's deadlifting the bar with weights. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> um, and she's like crushing it. And she's, and her, her thing was like, all the pain that I'm supposed to have, I don't because I know it's because I'm here working out. I love you, Gina. And I'm like, I love you back. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's fascinating how many people I've met that don't work out or do any form of exercise, like just in general in their, like I'm a very physical person. So when I don't even like go for a walk or like work out, it like, it dumbs me down. Like I'm like a crab. Like I'm just like, what is life? I need to move. So it's fascinating when I hear this because it's like, it makes me so happy. And just like how she had this spark to come there. Like, wow. Like, I'm curious to know like what that was in her that was like, I'm going to go there. And like, I found you online or I found your IG. Like, I think that's so beautiful. But then also that she, I get it. Like how she put this thing in her brain of like, oh, I'm a failure. But like, like, where did that come from for her? Like, I got to get her on the pod and be like, yeah, let's talk about (laughs) that for a second. Cause that's so interesting too. Like, where did that comparison come from? You know what I mean? Like, why yeah. why we do these like messed th- up things like in our brains? I think part of it was she she felt like she her story was such a testament to like my programming and to right. our gym. And she was like really proud of it during right. her pregnancy to be that right. for me. And so when she felt like her birth wasn't like the the testament for my programming like look I did the programming and then I had this amazing really easy birth like see like she almost felt like she let me down I think because she was oh man yeah 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 yeah, oh now you can't use me as your as your model anymore because I didn't have the birth that you needed me to have yeah and and maybe I'm putting words in her mouth but I was like no like you you're amazing like it would have been harder if you didn't like work yeah. out and like, it doesn't matter how long your yeah. labor was. Like you did such a good job. I'm so proud of you. And, um, it just, I think we just like are harder ourselves when we've created this story in our right. head of what things are supposed right. to be like. And when it's not like that, we're like, I'm a failure. Like this is yeah. not, I, it's not supposed to be like this. And Do you see that a lot in the gym? Because I mean, like what I think my biggest burning question that I have to ask is like from your professional opinions and your backgrounds, like why is fitness and working out a so important to do while you're pregnant, but also not really encouraged or almost like kind of like taboo in a way of like, don't do it. 
you're going to lose that baby. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, there's always been this, like, like my mom was like, why are you working out? You're going to lose your kid. I'm like, like, I'm like, I feel fucking great. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say here? Like, there's always this kind of bubble of like, like, what's your energy behind that? Well, I think it's like probably the foundation of it is just like the lack of research in like women's health and fitness to begin with. Like most research Mm. studies are done even within the fitness realm with men. And so there's just not a lot of recommendations when it comes to like fitness Mm -hmm. and then to be able to do studies on people during their pregnancies. Like there's so many more like approvals and permissions that you have to get because you have to prove that what you're doing is not going to be harmful to a mother and to the baby. And so there's one, just going to be a lack of research that says Mm -hmm. this is safe. Um, even though there's a ton of research now about it, but like the overarching thing was like men, and this is all we study, And then you women and your uteruses, whatever. Um, So that's probably like the foundation of it. And then you just have like a lot of misconceptions that lifting weights is dangerous. And it's, I feel like it's more of like our generation where like women are finally being empowered to like go and lift weights. And I think CrossFit probably played a big role in it where it just made it so much more accessible to everybody. Because that was like how I got introduced to lifting was like a CrossFit gym. And I was like, what do you mean? This is how I do. Like I was, I remember walking into the gym when I was in college, like just wandering around aimlessly. Cause I didn't really know what to do. And I was just so intimidated by it all. Um, which is what's really cool about our gym is like, it's a pretty, I mean, it's intimidating if you have, if you've just never worked right. out before. Right. Um, but we're like, well, you know, you can come and we'll teach you how to do it. Like we're all just hanging out with our babies and just mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like that, just, just that by itself, like being able to know how to lift weights as a woman can be really intimidating and hard to, to get mm-hmm. to have mm-hmm. happen for you. Um, and so then everyone's like, oh, well, weights are dangerous because they're scary. And if -hmm. you lift weights, you're going to harm your baby or whatever. So research, there is no research that supports that exercising during your pregnancy is harmful to a baby. Um, There's no research that supports that lifting weights is harmful to your pregnancy. There's research that supports it's not. Like, There's research that actually says that it's safe to do and that it's reasonable to do. And even like the governing bodies of obstetrics says, yes, you should resist and train during your pregnancies is beneficial to you. And there's so much research that supports that lifting weights and resistance training during your life is, has multitudes of benefits. One is going to help to decrease pain throughout your pregnancy, because the issue with a lot of the discomforts that we have is not that you need to stretch more. It's that there's too much movement happening. And so yeah, we you're need too to loose strengthen. Already. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. we need to strengthen to stabilize better. And so yeah. resistance training during pregnancy is going to help to decrease your overall discomfort and your pain. It's also going to help to increase the density of your bones. Like during pregnancy and breastfeeding contributes towards like the likelihood of developing osteoporosis. Yeah. 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 
words yeah. later yeah. in your life. I'm trying to make a point here and I'm like, yeah. words are hard. <laughs> um, and it contributes towards increasing the risk of developing that later in your life. And you know what? The one thing that's going to really help prevent that and to support you during menopause and later parts of your life, lifting weights is going to help you. Um, exercising is going to low bearing exercise is going to help you. So, But who knew? Yeah, because yeah. we all we know is to drink your milk and take your supplements. But like I know. what and then go and for most that of walk. Us probably dieted like crazy during oh our gosh. like teenage years thing to like slim fast and caffeine all pills. Of these. Oh my god. And now yeah. we're like, oh yeah, by the way, eating food is actually really good for you. Like Yeah, actually shocking. eat eat two thousand plus <laughs> calories a day. Yeah. Actually eat more than a toddler, please. Yeah, so like eat. Like eat. So yeah, lifting yeah. like exercising during your pregnancy is so beneficial for just so many reasons. Yeah. The the easiest the easiest reason that I can say is it's gonna make you more comfortable during your pregnancy journey. You don't need to be in pain to be in pregnant. It's not mandatory <laughs> by any means. That's so like a yeah. big thing that we harp on. Like pregnant does not mean you have to have back pain and you have to like just be in pain for nine months. Like, yes, we can use fitness to prepare for birth. We can use fitness to prepare for the postpartum, but you could also be comfortable for the nine or 10 months that you're pregnant. That would be nice. I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love your videos. You did the videos. I was it you Roxanne. You were in the video with the bed and the pillows oh, yeah. and you're like, this is how you sleep. Pray go this way. Was that you? Yeah. Yes. And you're like, I love that. Like, it's just, but those, and that's not really like a workout video, but it's still like a, a video that, resonated with me that I was like okay cool and this was like our I've already had my kid but I'm like this is great like yes and then you do all those great things in the gym and you have I think your partners are in there you're showing us like labor positioning like holding on to the straps on the ball all this stuff like I just <laughs> like once again obsessed with your page obsessed with your content like I'm so grateful you had the time you gave me to be here with me and everyone listening and watching it like it's it's so formidable to hear all of this I've already been through it but like you were part of my journey I wish I met you like I wish I could have been there to be like okay make me stronger and not feel like a loser um <laughs> like I yeah I wish you could like train people to, and do it everywhere. I know. <laughs> like you said franchise or something. But then I feel like that just breaks the uniqueness of you because like it won't be you. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So that's so rad. You I should mean, just be a traveling, a traveling duo. Oh God, I could mean, you imagine? You're touring around in like a... I'm trying to tour around and do things. Like in like a big like <laughs> like bus, like those RV just buses. RV van oh, that, that would like, be pulls sick. pulls up with like birth balls. Yeah, and, and your whole gym behind you. <laughs> That would be insane. That would be amazing. A gym, a travel gym. I, once again, I might have to, like, I I have so many questions and I feel like I've asked the ones that I just like, in my mind, were poignant to me at the moment, but I I don't want to take up too much of your time. And I just wanted, you know, to ask before you leave us today, um, and you've already done so many, you did it. Like you've had your kids. You did it. 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 Six times, like between the two of you. That's amazing. But it, if there are any pieces of advice or guidance that you could offer or, or, you know, first time parents or anything along the journey that 
you've found helpful, what would they be? Like any, you know, good hacks, any weird good toys? Like we all know about the fitness now because that's huge and your program. But what are some of those other tidbits and like golden nuggets that you might bestow on to us? So I would say like deep down, you know what's best for you and for your family and what's going to work for you. And it doesn't have to be the same thing that I do. It doesn't have to be the same thing that Roxanne does or that anyone else in your life does. You know what's best for your family dynamic. And once you like trust that with yourself, like during your pregnancy and once you trust that during your birth and postpartum as you're navigating parenthood, the better. Cause you're like, we, we have our hands like kind of held or almost feel like you're almost like hands are slapped every time you try to have an opinion during your pregnancy where, you know, oh, you better ask your doctor if you can eat that or if you can do mm. that or you can like everything's like go mm. ask your doctor or, you know, just do what your doctor tells you like. Um, and so mm-hmm. then we're surprised when people make it postpartum and they don't know what to do or they feel not very confident in navigating <laughs> motherhood. It's like, well, yeah, you yeah. just had somebody yeah. hold your hand and like tell you exactly how to move through this process for the past 10 months. Or you have other people telling you what they believe is don't eat that sandwich. Right. I had a whole argument with my mother-in-law about whether or not I could eat tuna you're not tuna salmon. Like raw? And I was like raw or just in general? Just cooked. Oh. Just a cooked piece of salmon. <laughs> I was like, I would like to order salmon at this restaurant. And she was like, You can't. And I was like, I can. She goes, salmon is okay. I can't eat like a shark or food high yeah. in mercury, but I could eat salmon. Salmon is very healthy for me and my and she was just like through this huge fit. But you have people like that throughout your pregnancy that feel like they know better than you. They need to save your baby from you. (laughs) That's an amazing phrase. The the sooner you realize that you have all the answers, like, in here, and you might not know that you have all the answers, and that's where, like, connecting with professionals that empower you to figure out the best answers for you is better than somebody who's going to just tell you what to do every single step of the way. Um, the better, because you're just going to be so stressed out if you're trying to do things the way that everyone else does it, because the way that everyone else does it is not always, sometimes Mm -hmm. it is, but not always what's best for you. And so for me, my own personal example was sleep was like a big thing. Like Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I need to put my baby in this bassinet because that's where everyone tells me I need to put my baby and it needs to be swaddled in this way. And then I had a nurse that told me I needed to wake up my baby every two hours to feed her, even if she's sleeping. And I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. And so I set an alarm and I'd wake my baby up every two hours, even though she just went back to sleep after. Yeah nursing for an hour and then trying to like lay down this ticking bomb and then she'd wake up. And so I was like delusional because I had not slept for like a month. And I was like, I'm so exhausted. Like I'm talking to myself. I'm like hallucinating. And Roxanne was like, why are you waking your baby up every two hours? And I was like, cause some nurse told me that I needed to. And she was like, younger sister comes in. Gina. Don't do that. Yeah. And I was like, you yeah. mean I could just let her sleep if she's sleeping? She's like, yes. And I was like, okay, well, that's kind of what I thought. But I was trying to listen to this fucking nurse. Interesting. Um, and then I was like, okay, so the bassinet's not working for us. Right. Like, 
this baby is crying because she wants to be held by you. And so it's yeah. like, okay, well, how can we bed share safely? And then setting up our beds so that we can bed share wow. safely. And then all of a sudden I'm sleeping like five, six hours a night. My baby is yeah. sleeping through the night or not sleeping through the yeah, night. Yeah. When yeah. she's waking up to nurse, I don't yeah. notice it because I'm like, you know, she's just like, boop. Uh, <laughs> I love that there's videos so people can see my face do all these things. Um, but once I trusted that this was best for us, it's game changer. I yeah. was like a new person. Yeah. I was sleeping again. Um, How amazing. And so that's... And this is your first baby. That was the first baby. Now, the other two, they both just bed, bed right away and slept wonderfully. Um, but that's my biggest piece of advice is you have the answers. You know what's best for you and for your family. And it's hard to feel confident that you know the best because there's so many other people that feel like they know better than you and that probably tell the tell you that they know better than you to know who to block out and who is somebody that's worth listening to. Um, so yeah. I have to add to that that I think it's also kind of like with social media and just oh, yeah. like advertising, oh, yeah. it's just like crammed. It's like deep throated into you. Like you're like, co-sleeping is horrible. You're going to kill your baby. You need this bassinet that costs $800 that sways with your, like there's so many products yeah. pushed. I always feel bad when I promote my own products. I'm like, I'll do it for you. Don't listen to all those other people, <laughs> but my fitness program though, that's a good, you should invest in that one. But actually guys buy it. Actually, actually order their program. Like no jokes, order it. I ordered it. It's amazing. Amazing. But that bassinet, you don't need it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As I ordered a bassinet today. Yeah. As we're like, hold on, Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, you're right. It's very interesting because I think in society now, you sometimes when you Google those resources to try to help you, that information doesn't readily come up on your search. Because it's almost like I feel like suppressed or buried in somewhere because it's not a sponsored ad or a paper about co-sleeping that's been stuck or whatever it is. You know what I mean? So that's such an interesting story. I totally, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. What's your advice, Roxanne? Roxanne. Uh, buy the bass. No, I'm just um, Yeah, buy the bassinet. <laughs> do buy the offices that like let go of expectations um, and the need to be perfect as a parent. Like I feel like social media puts so much pressure on us to be like this picture perfect mm. family. Like at a pumpkin you patch. have the beautiful clean house. <laughs> yes. And yeah. like you take your I know always behind that picture they get that pumpkin patch. You cut pick. down your own Christmas tree and you make all these Pinterest like like yeah. projects for your kids yeah, yeah like for every holiday god i can't and do that when i was like preparing for motherhood i was like i'm gonna be that pinterest mom. <laughs> core My memories every day perfect i'm gonna be the best yeah. mom ever uh i am not a pinterest mom i'm not a perfect person i <laughs> scream I yell. I am not perfect um but it took me a long time like i was like really really hard on myself for being like not a perfect person like in my mind of like for my baby I was like I'm a terrible mom because I am not 
this perfect person who makes her this Valentine's Day craft uh, for Valentine's Day. Um, Or setting up the PlayStation for her to do that every morning and then taking a photo of it that aligns with the mood board you've prepared the night before. (laughs) Yeah. We watch Moana on repeat. Yeah. 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 Our kids have unlimited screen time. (laughs) My son was watching Blaze, the monster, Blaze and the Monster Machines today. And it Blaze is like a little bit more educational where like he says a word and he like waits for you to respond back to it. And or like he asks a question, like, whoa, where's the whatever? Yeah. And then he pauses for yeah, the kids yeah. to be like, he's right there. And my son today was like saying all of the repeating things today. And I was Did like, Did you take amazing. a photo and put that on Pinterest? My daughter knows all the planets. <laughs> that's because so you dope. Do. So, but yeah, that's um, not all those parenting tips. No, screen, tip, <laughs> screen time is not a perfect parenting thing. But like, let that go. Just let it go. None yeah, of us yeah, are yeah. perfect. Yeah. No, I, I, I love that too because, um, it's funny, I I try to do those little photos. Where, you know what my biggest one riffing off of you is like, I wanted to do the cards, you know, where you take the stupid photo for Christmas, but you take it in October so that you get the cards printed for your whole family to have a card for their stupid fridge. But you have to like do that before Christmas. Yeah. You got to get addresses. Oh my the God, number yeah. of steps required. Yeah, no. That's not, it's just, no. I just started doing it on text. I, used I was to like, do that. You know what? I'm going to take this selfie photo of us and send it to like my 20 people on text. Yeah. Bye. I'm just going to like infiltrate your life that way instead of a card. I mean, that I think that's helpful because I never know what to do with the cards after someone I, sends exactly. it to me, the, the yeah. three cards that I get a year. And yeah. I'm like, do I throw it away? Do I do I keep this oh forever? God, the, there's like a reel on this of like what is the <laughs> life? So like, should I send you card. a card? How long yeah. do I need <laughs> yeah, this card? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> do uh, I need to keep it forever? Just know if you do, it's gonna be in my sentimental box for the rest of my life with all of my the other cards. Because I, I don't, I feel bad throwing them away. So I'm like, I, I'm gonna remember you forever. Yeah. Boop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There. Oh shit, they're coming for dinner. Where's the card? Put, put it on the no, fridge. Put it out. Put, yeah. it out. put it out. Frame it. Oh my God. You ladies were yeah. so lovely to talk to. I'm so grateful for you and your time. I hope you had an amazing trip away, by the way. I didn't even like ask. I just like got right into it. Oh yeah, we did. Oh, my I, God. Uh, the kids were great. I determined during the trip that the person that's difficult to travel with is me. Um, awesome. It's okay, not my cool. three-year-old. It's it's actually just me stressed out about my three-year-old. Cute. The other the girls were totally fine. He's a toddler, so he's just enjoying himself. And I'm like, how dare yeah, you? Yeah. How dare you enjoy You're yourself? Like so yeah, I'm the one who's difficult to travel with. I admitted this to my six-year-old, and she said, Yeah, you are. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and I said, I'm sorry that I'm not perfect. And she's like, try harder. I love that. <laughs> no, she was like, it's okay, mommy. Sometimes you get frustrated and it's okay to get frustrated. Oh and I was gosh. like, thank you, my emotionally intelligent she's child. Like, yeah. She's like holding space for you. Like, do you need a hug? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. My daughter's favorite is it's okay. We all make mistakes. Oh, I'm like, oh. but it was a great trip. Oh, so we had a really good, good time. Um, 
I love it. Well, thank you. She's going to go on another vacation in a couple days. (laughs) Just keeps going. Do it. I mean, yeah, just do it. Do it now before the holidays kick in and all the travel gets wacky. Oh, Oh, my God. Well, thank you so, so much again. I mean, honestly, like I said, you were such a huge like benefit to my journey with your online program. I'm so glad. I'm so glad I creeped you on IG the many years ago I did. Um, you guys, please check them out. One last question. How did you come up with the name? I was going to just be like, check them out on Mama's, on, on Mama's Stay Fit. But like, where did you come up with that? So I was trying to figure out a fitness name and everyone just adds fit to the end of whatever. Yeah, word. yeah. And I was like, all right. So we got... We got mom fit. I was like, no, like baby and mom fit. And I was like, no, that doesn't work. And then I had like a tank top that said like mama stay. And it was like the mom and me honors the mom yes, and you. Because like namaste, yeah. from my understanding, means like the light in me. So something that is the same in you that's yeah. in me recognizes yeah, yeah. this yeah. sameness between the two of us. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to throw fit at the end of yes. that. And I got mama stay fit. Because um, the mom in me recognizes and honors yes. the mom in you. Like there's something that's the same between the two of us. We might go along our journeys yes, differently. Yes. But there's something between us that's connected. Oh, I love now it. Because we're both moms. And so that's how we came up with the name. Um but yeah, everyone else seems to really love it too. There's like a few people that are like, how dare you? Like, and I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's my face for them. It's like, uh, thanks, Karen. All yeah. right. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, that's so great. I love that. Guys, you can check them out on Instagram at Mama Stay Fit. They have a program. Like I said, buy it, creep it. Um, You just met these two babes. They're amazing powerhouse boss babes. They're moms, they're partners. Not not lesbian partners. They're doulas, nurses. They're not lesbian partners, (laughs) business partners. Sisters. (laughs) They are actual sisters. But please give them a please give them a follow and Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank I, you, you for having it. us. Oh, look at that. Jinx. Uh, sync. Oh, God amazing. Don't leave. Don't leave. Sisterhood. Such a blast talking to those two. And yes, for the record, they are sisters. Find them on Instagram at Mama Stay Fit. And don't forget to buy their program if you're really interested. Like I said, I did. It helped me. And plus, they are so readily available to help people in the community, no matter where you live in the world. So check them out. Give them a follow. Give them a like. And if it calls to you, do the same with the podcast. Give it a like, a follow, a share, a download, so we can keep on going and bringing you amazing guests each week. Thanks for listening and catch you next week. You did it. I did it. <laughs>